Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. Now, today we are joined by Leslie Lee, founder and CEO at U-Impact. Now, U-Impact is a fintech startup with the mission to make impact investing the new normal. Leslie is a TEDx speaker, a women in fintech powerlisting, within the ESG category and has a fantastic funding story, which we will be going into. She has achieved so much during the pandemic. And again, she'll be sharing all about that. And today she's here to tell us more. So Leslie, thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited about this one. I'm really, really excited to be here, Nadia. Thank you for having me. So before we go into how me and you met, why don't you tell us a little bit about your corporate background before your world of fintech? Because I think it's quite interesting. Yeah. So I come from a banking background. I started my banking career in 2008 on 15th of September. I don't know whether you remember that day, Nadia, but I would never forget about that day. That was the day Lehman Brothers went bankrupt. I, I joined JP Morgan as a graduate after graduating from my engineering degree from Cambridge. And that was the start of my banking career. And then after three years in JP Morgan, and then I, I went back to study for a year in Cambridge doing a master of finance degree. Then I went back to banking. So I joined Barclays, spent another three years there. And then Mizuho, a Japanese bank. So all in all, about well, over a decade that I spent in London in investment banks. And I think it's really interesting because, you know, looking at that corporate background and now looking at what you do, there would, there would have been a light bulb moment. I know there was a light bulb moment. So share that for us and what actually made you think, right, I'm doing you impact. Right. There isn't just one moment, but there is one moment I do remember that triggered it. And then there's a series of moments that followed. Here's the story. I told you I, I was in banking in London for over a decade, right? What I didn't tell you was that for the three and a half years of that time, I was commuting. I commuted between Berlin and London because I gave birth to my daughter in Germany because my partner is based in Germany and my, the family is based in Germany. Then I gave birth to my daughter and I spent 11 months on maternity leave. And once that 11 months was over, I went back to work. That was the time I was still in Barclays. So I left my left baby Mondays. I flew to city airport and Thursdays I flew back. One morning I was just getting ready to go to the airport about 4 a.m. <laughs> my usual flight. My three-year-old at the time, so it was three and a half years I was doing that. She woke up and said, mommy, are you going to London again? I said, yeah, mommy has to earn money. What a stupid answer. And then she said, mommy, I don't need any toys. I don't need any money. Oh, Just dear. stay here. Mm -hmm. I was saying, wow. All right. Okay. But mommy has to go. And I hopped into the taxi. That was the moment I started reflecting, reflecting the purpose of my career, purpose of exactly what I'm doing here. And what kind of future do I really want this little thing, this little one to live in? And is money really the only thing that matters? And then that triggers the point that I'll start questioning my, the purpose of my career, questioning this whole industry. What it really struck me was that 
this industry, the financial industry, is still very short-term driven, myself included. So during my, my 10 years in banking, I was switching from job to job. Every three years, I would change a job because that was the, the quickest time to get promotions and pay rises. And just like the rest of the industry, I was driven by money, not much else. Then I thought, right, okay, people really don't just earn money for the sake of it, right? They really earn money to build a future they want to live in, a healthy planet, an equal society, so that their offsprings can grow up healthy in a happy world. And what the finance industry still doesn't understand is the connection between finance and the feelings and emotions of people. And the dots started to connect. And it still took a good few months for the idea to start forming. So that's the story. Well, I mean, you nearly had me in tears then, just um, thinking about uh, your little one saying, I don't need any toys. And you're so right, because, you know, we, we are now embarking on a world of mission, values and purpose. And it's really important that you, you have shared that story. And also a very key point that we, we live in the financial services economy of I must leave the company to be promoted or receive a pay rise. We've got to change that and challenge that. Because I think this is a really big part of what we can do around mission, values, purpose and investing in people long term. But before we go into that, tell us about you impact and the journey so far. So you impact I, I quit banking at the end of 2019. So this whole you impact company was founded. At the beginning of 2020, if you remember, that was the starting point of the pandemic. It wasn't an easy story. However, what came really, really clear to us, sustainability is the way to go all in for. People were stuck at home. We talked to so many people, say, what does it matter for you? Is it money? People say, no, it's not just money. Money is, yeah, okay, important. However, it's the future I want to build in. And then we thought, okay, doing well and doing good, it sounds such a cliche, right? But there must be a way to enable people to do that. And that's how we started. The journey started for a year. We were just iterating on the idea. There was no funding coming in whatsoever. And however, we pushed on. I have a colleague join me, which we used to work together at Bike and Barclays, and I have another co-founder join me where we, we studied in Cambridge together, and we pushed on with that mission. And at some point, we demonstrated our product at a FinTech for Impact Challenge organized by Visa and 13 German banks, where we promoted, while well, we, we demonstrate our product there, we say, we want to help you to help your investors to become more sustainable. And we came out to be the overall winner. We found our first client okay. there. And then the client, they fell in love with our product. And at some point they said, would you like to take our money? We really want to be the partner on your journey to go very far with you. And that's SDG investments that we met from, from the competition. And, and this is how things started. And we finished the funding round with them. Last four months, we built, focusing on building our product and now it's live and we already have clients lining up to try out the product. And it's just fantastic to see that because, 
you know, I remember if we, if we roll back to 2019, I remember when we first met. Do you want to tell a bit of that story? That's right. That's right. It was in the High Founders pitch night. So that was back in 2019 when I had nothing. I had a dream, a very a vague idea. And then the High Founders group organized a pitch session. In, invited you, a lady from Barclays, Oak North. Sonny it was, Watson, it was, that's right. That's yeah. right. It was a big setup. A lot of lady entrepreneurs, including investors and people like supporters like yourself. And I made my very first virgin pitch there. <laughs> that's how things started. That's how things started. I, I really didn't know what I was trying to achieve with an idea. I didn't have a very clear idea about what the product would look like. So in, in the pitch, I was sharing my vision and sharing where I come from, my stories. And I remember we were talking at the back after the pitch. Mm. And you said to me, I voted you to be the winner. I <laughs> loved it. I loved your story. Loved this is amazing. And that really made a difference to a newbie entrepreneur who had no idea what she was doing. Mm. <laughs> so that's how things started. It's incredible. The power of the wolf pack. In that case, the power of that women founders group and the supporters with it. Yeah, 100%. And you've heard me say this many times, but I am just in awe of what you have achieved in such a short amount of time. And, and actually, I know it would have felt like a long amount of time because the sacrifice that you've had to go through, the, the zero paychecks to make this happen. And now that you are starting to see clients line up because simply UM Impact is impactful it is allowing banks to see the data it is answering the questions that need to be answered it's encouraging people to see the benefits and the, the possibility and the profitability of making the right decisions and you know you demoed this to me the other day and it's just it's just a fantastic product but i know what's gone into that and with all of this that you've been doing you've been ted talking too in your ted talk i know you, i know you talk about a leap of faith I, I wanted you to share some of that with us also yeah, leap of faith. So it was a TED desk talk I, I did in Berlin two months ago. The theme there was sustainability. So I met with all the, all the, the speakers there. There were great scientists, engineers, inventions that are coming out of that on sustainability. And I thought, well, that all sounds fantastic. However, how can we involve a normal person, like everyone into this show, as in, Everyone should be empowered to, to, to feel that no matter what their background is, they can make a contribution into a sustainable future. So I thought I would tell them my story. And my story, what I didn't tell you was how my parents started taking that leap of faith. So when I was seven, 16, they sent me to the UK, gave me all their life savings, and they told me, Go to the UK, get the best education you could ever hope for. And this is something we never, ever had. And we want you to have a great life. And this is, that was their leap of faith. I spoke no English. I came to the UK. I got my first job from a big insurance company as a cleaning girl. And that's the very, very starting point. And I thought, right, okay, started from right there. And now here I am, okay. You, you probably thought, okay, she's, she went to Cambridge. She went to all this. She worked for all these big companies. 
But I started with nothing. I didn't speak English or or didn't have money. And from there, I really wanted to show that okay, from my parents' leap of faith, that led to my leap of faith. And I really want to encourage everyone that listening to my TED talk to take their own leap of faith. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just so so powerful because. When we think about, you know, a leap, a leap of faith, it's, it's, it's internal. It can be a leap of faith for yourself as well as a leap of faith for others. But actually what's a really nice thing to mention here is that there's been a number of people that have been helping you with you impact in their free time. That's their leap of faith. It's their belief in what you're doing and the mission value purpose of what you're creating. So share a bit of that with us as well, please. That was something really, still really touches the deepest side of my heart. At the earliest days of my startup, where we have three co-founders, and we didn't raise any funding. And the earliest version of our product was built by a team, but most importantly, a group of volunteers. And they were my, my previous colleagues that I worked with in JP Morgan, and someone was from HSBC, from the big banks, someone from McKinsey. They just said, I love the mission. I love the product. I really want to see this come to life. Take my time. Okay, they work really long hours, 12 hours a day. And they will work with me till 3 a.m. building my product for free. And that was the product we actually demonstrated at the FinTech for Impact Challenge for the visa competition. And we managed to, to win. And if you search on, on YouTube nowadays, you probably still find that clip of me and my group of supporters jumping up and down like monkeys and <laughs> so happy when we were announced we were the winner. And afterwards, we sat together and we thought, wow, in my past decade, in, in my banking career, I never, ever had a moment like that. Yeah. And that was the power of purpose and the, the power of working towards something that you truly believe in. Mm. That's so powerful, so powerful. So tell us, what's next? I love that question. That gives me the hopeful thoughts that he was next every day. <laughs> that this is something I really love about building a startup. Every day we're writing a new chapter. Well, it's a roller coaster ride. We go, we go down and say, oh, no funding. Oh, we raised the funding. And then there were all sorts, of, all sorts of difficulties ahead of us. But something is never going to change is the purpose. And this is what keeps us going. And you know what? Sky isn't even the limit. And what is next? And we're going to keep with the smile on just like our logo, that big smiley face, and keep on doing what we're doing now empower everyone to make an impact yeah and i think that that is that's super super important and you know you you're seriously walking the talk you know this isn't just a desire to make the world a better place a desire to have people investing more sustainably this is this is turning it into action and you know my phrase walk the talk that's that's all i'm really trying to get people to to do turn their desires of inclusion into action and reality so from your point of view that there'll be people listening to this that some of them will be founders too some of them be external to this industry some of them will be working in fintech or a financial services corporate and they'll be thinking well what what can i do to really drive inclusion forward what are your thoughts well 
for me to drive inclusion forward, to drive an idea they vaguely have in their head forward, or, or to drive a dream they always think, well, I want to do that someday. I have four words for them, and I will elaborate as well. And first step, the first word, curiosity. Always be curious. And what I want them to think about is how their knowledge, their experience, could really solve a problem in society and make things a little bit better for, for the people around them or, and mo most importantly, they're very passionate about it. And the second word, once they have found their passion, I really want them to be courageous. Just do it. What is the worst can happen? And so important that find joy in the moment when you do it. But if they choose to do it, the third word is obsession. You want to give it all you can. Because I, I believe in you either be obsessed or you're going to be average. And then the fourth one is super important, is persistence. So finally, you, you want to be persistent. And you can only fail when you stop trying, right? And then if once doesn't work, you repeat that loop again. It's just like going to the gym. You do it once, twice, and then you will get there. And that is the four words I followed from the beginning of my journey. And I think that is super, super powerful. And do you know what I love about that is that it's a loop and you go again and you go again and you go again. And, and I, that really resonates with me because when we are trying to drive change to make this world a better place, society a better place, your company a better place, your team, yourself, this is hard work and it takes a lot of hard work. And the words that you've said there are just super powerful. So everything that you've said today has been brilliant, Leslie. I am just in awe of everything that you've achieved. It's brilliant that I was there at that Virgin pitch and I can't wait to see what's next for you. And thank you so much for joining us on the Women of Fintech podcast series. Thank you for having me, Nadia. Thank you.